0: Hello, you are now listening to the process of becoming. I am Miriam Fatai, your host. And the process of becoming that woman God wants you to be, trials and tribulations will be a part of your growth. As a believer, you might find yourself asking questions about things you know or have been taught. It is part of the process. It's like refining a diamond. You will learn about yourself. And appreciate the power and strength within you. The episodes are based on our daily life challenges, speaking freely about mental health, abuse, and so much more. So, welcome. So, I don't know about you all, but um, Mary, I'm here, I used to struggle to take help. And I still struggle to take help. But what I've noticed is, it's not as bad as it was a while ago. You know, it's not as bad as it used to be in the past. And one of the reasons, so this is the thing, you know, I'm a big fan of journaling and I tell you all the time, journal, journal. And if you are a fan of the process of becoming your supporter of this podcast and you still don't use a journal, please grab a journal. If you don't know what type of journal to get, just get a plain um, a plain book, start from there, journal your thoughts. In fact, you would have some, some thoughts that you would think is silly, write them down and go back to these things, you know, month after, week after. And I said it on one of my episodes, um, I think Mental Health with Toyo, that if you don't have a safe space where you can journal, uh, safely, where you can write down your feelings and your thoughts. Safely, you can also record. You can try journaling by recording either audio or video. Download Dropbox and upload your audios um, onto that platform. I have a recording app on my phone. Sometimes I'm walking and a thought comes across my mind, or I feel certain way. Um, I pick up my phone and I just start recording. Sometimes maybe my mood just go low all of a sudden. And, you know, all of this intrusive thoughts that's coming in, I pick up my phone and I start recording. And I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I, I give, I say the way I feel, the way it is. Since I've been recording, I've been writing, my intrusive thoughts have reduced. That does not mean it's going to stop forever, but I am working on it nonstop. And I feel like that's really, really helped me um, in terms of my growth and my mental well-being. Anyway, let's switch back to the help thing. Okay, so grab yourself a Dropbox, upload your recordings, upload your audios, and you will be surprised what you hear yourself talk about. So I don't want to digress. Let's talk back to help now for me one of the reasons i have been unable i was unable to take help is because of shame right i feel like um if i ask you for help and you don't give that help to me or you're in no position to offer me the help i might feel like i i used to feel like that would ruin our relationship you know and because I'm also learning or I have also learned that I had an attachment kind of style, um, which I am also working on. I don't want to lose that relationship. The fear of losing that relationship is, was more like a big deal for me. So I would rather die in silence you know, than ask you for help. You know, and when you offer me the help, in as much as I need the help, I would also say no because of shame. Now, the shame I'm talking about is because I don't want to, I don't want you to see me as being less. You know, I don't, I have this idea in my head that this is where I am. But in reality, I do need what you need to offer me or what you can offer me. But I don't want to feel like I am less of a human, like I am. um, Oh, you know, it's annoying when you need a word and it just disappears. Uh, like I am inca- incapable of doing that thing myself. You know, I don't want to feel useless. I don't want, to, want you to see me as helpless all the time. Or I don't want you to see me as a charity case. That is what I used to think and I used to feel. But this is what I've also learned. The more I do that, the more I i chase people away from from me right the more i stay the more i was stagnant the more i was mourning the more i was unhappy i was frustrated cuz i needed help let's be realistic you cannot live life by yourself we all need helpers. And as much as we pray, you know, God, please help me. God is not going to come down by himself to help you. He's going to send people into your life to help you. He's going to send people into your life to uplift you. He's going to send people into your life to hold you. You know, when my life took a turn and um, one prayer that i could only pray was that god please help me you know i do not want to walk this journey myself i don't want to walk this journey myself i don't know how to work it so please hold my hands hold my hands hold my hands i want to see your face in my situation i want to see your face in my circumstances i do not want to walk alone please hold my hands that was the only prayer I could say, for months, and I'm talking about more than a year. With with my daughter's pregnancy, from the beginning to the end, I would be walking on the road, and I would be crying, like, if you walk close to me, you can see the tears rolling down. And the only thing I was saying, at a point, I think I started to pray out loud. I started to speak out loud, like, God, I need your help. God, help me. Have mercy on me. It became a daily thing. As I was dropping my son off at school, you know, it, it, I realized it just—it just became a part of my daily routine. Like, God, please help me. Now, this is what I'm saying. And when I started to say that, I also started to say, "Please help me to see those you're sending into my life to help me." I struggled with taking help. So I knew that if I was not asking God to please help me to see the people he sent into my life to help me, even if they're standing in front of me, my pride, my ego and this shame and fear would not let me take the help. Even if they're standing in front of me, even if they were holding my hand, I knew that I would genuinely push them away because I didn't want to feel less of myself. I didn't want to feel like I'm not able to do these things myself. So as much as I was praying and and asking God, like, God, I need your help here. It was also important for me to also tell God, please, Open my eyes to see these people, you know, open my hands so that I can be able to receive them when they come in. Do not let me be blinded when they're standing in front of me. Please humble me, help me to humble myself so that I do not feel prideful when they come into my life and that of my children. And I still pray that every single day, that please help me to stay humble enough to receive help. So it's okay to take help. It's okay to ask for help. And I don't know who this is for, but if you're in that situation and you know you need help and you're hiding away because of shame, because of what people would say, don't. God is not going to come down to help you himself, but he's going to send people. There are people, humans, God. I call them God in human form. I call them God in human form, the God parents to my to both of my kids. They are my God in human form. On a normal day, the whole Miriam would not open herself up to these people. I would hold back. They know me like my son's godmother knows that I am, I am that closed up. The only time I will break down in front of you or I will genuinely ask you for help, it means that I feel like I've been pushed to the wall and I literally have nowhere to go. That's the only time I would open up to you and say, I think I need help. And sitting down now, looking back into all of my years, that son's Godmother knows that I am, I am that closed up. The only time I will break down in front of you or I will genuinely ask you for help, it means that I feel like I've been pushed to the wall and I literally have nowhere to go. That's the only time I would open up to you and say, I think I need help. And sitting down now, looking back into all of my years, that attitude has cost me a lot. It's it's, um, resulted in me pushing people away. You see, when you close yourself off from help, it can make you walk one year journey in 10 years. You can walk two months journey in 20 years because you've closed yourself off For help, the helpers will be around you, but you're not seeing them, you're not welcoming them because of shame, because of guilt, because of fear, because of societal pressure, because of the expectation of people. People are expecting that at this point in your life, you should be living big, you should be living large, you should be chilling with the big boys and the big girls, but you're not, and because you're not, you're now scared to ask for help. Think about it. Now that you're not asking for the help, would your life change? Would anything change? Are you moving forward or you're still in the same spot that you are now that you're not asking for help? You are in a situation, you need information and you've closed your mouth. You've genuinely closed your mouth because you feel like if you open up, people will laugh at you. Please laugh at me, but give me the information that I need. Please laugh. It's okay. Laugh but give me the information that I need. I'm also learning that sometimes your enemies would have information you need to move. We focus so much on what people would say about us, on what people feel or what people will go behind and say, you know what, use my story as a reference, but whatever God has proposed you to give me, has destined you to give me, you have to give me, you will give me. If my blessings are in your hands, I am not at the point where I am praying it into existence. Like I need that help. I am open to that help. Something happened. Um, I'm very protective of my kids. When I'm protective, I protective, I am very protective. I, I have people in my life who will tell me, let me take the kids off you for one day. They're very close and I would just laugh and I would tell you, (laughs) I'm okay, I'm not okay. But that is how protective of my kids I am. And I know that a lot of you moms out here are protective of your children, right? But one thing I'm doing right now is as protective, I sat down and I, I itemized the things I needed help with. Single parenting is not a joke. And I say that all the time. And even though this is like a new territory for me, I'm learning to pray certain things for myself, for the present and for the future. And help is one of those things, right? So as much as I'm praying for help, I'm not also asking God, you know, put people in my life that will not abuse me that would not abuse my children physically, mentally, spiritually, right? The helpers you would be sending into my life leave no room for any form of abuse. I pray it every single day, right? And I pray for people that are also in my life. I pray for the helpers that God has put in my life, that their life continued to flourish and their children also would experience no form of abuse. You might be thinking, why am I saying these things? Because I need help. And the fear of giving my children to someone else for 30 minutes doesn't sit well with me months ago. Now it does to a certain point because I'm praying it into existence like, God, this is what I want. And the more I pray this thing, the more I feel relaxed, I feel a bit comfortable. My daughter's godmom said to me today, um, one day I'm going to take this kid off you and I will watch you sleep by yourself. And I was like, I started laughing. She looked at me. I'm like, 1 a.m. at night, I'll be at your door knocking and crying. She was like, and I will not open the door. I'm like, "Ah, I will sleep there. I would rather sleep by your door knowing that I am in the same space as my kid's. Now, you, you understand what I mean. But if she has said to me, Miriam, I'm taking the kids off you. The first time she said, I will take the kids off you for like an hour. I, for me to say yes, oh my God. Oh, it took a lot of effort, a lot of putting myself together. Like, oh my God. I, I knew the number of times that I called her. But that day, for the few hours she took the kids off me so I could have a break, I think she and my daughter went to do a mini spa, they went to the nail salon, (laughs) something like that. That day, I did clean the house, I did the laundry, I folded the laundry, by the time these kids were back, the house was speaking span. Things that I could not do in that week, I was able to do it in... In that short space of time. Now I know that not everyone will now have this type of help, but this is why we need to start praying specific. We need to be specific about the things we're praying about. And at the same time, we need to open up ourselves for help. We need a change. Life should not be lived alone. You know, so please open up yourself to your helpers. Do not let shame, do not let guilt take you away from those people that are standing in front of you, those people in your circles that are there to help you. Don't. Pray for a good support system. I don't know. I feel like uh, the place i found myself is making me to see things from a different perspective. It's making me to pray differently. I feel like I'm very... I'm very particular about what I am praying for and what I am asking God to do in my life and in the life of my children. I'm praying for a support system every day, the kind of people that I want in my support system. I'm praying for it. I need spiritual help too. Don't forget that. And some of you do too. So pray that into existence as well. Bring it into existence. Speak it into existence. And please don't be worried about what people think of you. Don't be scared that, oh, this person helped me. And because of that, this person is talking about me. Please don't. I'm also learning that sometimes God will put people into your life to help you for a season. And once that season is over, God will take them out. When he takes them out, you might not be happy with it. The truth is you would not be happy with it because you don't know why he's taking them out. The relationship might just go quiet. The dynamic might even change. And you start to worry like, oh, you're feeling ungrateful. Maybe this person thinks I'm ungrateful. You know what i mean all those feelings will start to surface because you're either someone who has been extremely grateful and you're now feeling like does this person feel like i'm not grateful calm down please let god do his thing calm down i'm also learning to calm down when an helper when someone who has been helping you walks out or take a step back And you know that you've been good. You know that you've been honest with that person. You know that you haven't been ungrateful because some of us can be ungrateful. So it's okay. It is also okay. So let me just encourage you, please open up yourself to help. And sometimes help might not come in the form that you're expecting it. It might come in a different way. So let me say, One of the few things that I have been doing that's been helping me to receive help from someone who really struggled to take help is I pray about what I need help with. And now I have the habit of actually listing what I need help with. You know, I need help with this. I need help with that. And then I put that into prayer. You know, another thing is I'm now prioritizing my daily activities so that I'm not constantly burnt out. In the past couple months, I was really burnt out. All into March, I was. I knew that I was burnt out, but April, May, June, I'm feeling a bit calmer. I am feeling honestly. I'm feeling a bit. Uh, guys, I had, I had, I had, I had like, <laughs> I've been having body scrubs like you know like nonstop these are this are like i, I wouldn't even remember i just want to get in the baths, have a quick shower you know go back to the kids do the housework do this do that and just and just get by every single day now i have time for myself now i'm genuinely loving myself please open yourself up to help prioritize your day find routines that can actually help you so you're not also burnt out and pray for a good support system. Pray for people that would be in your life that would be able to help you when you need that type of help. But please don't be a closed mouth. They say a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Do not feel like people will laugh at you. You will be the, the topic of discussion. Don't, don't. If you help me today and you laugh at me tomorrow, that's when you. You need to remember that the help that I need from you or that God has predestined that you would give to me at some point, you've done it. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, you have done it. And that's it, but do not close your mouth. If you're in a situation right now and you know you need help, you need support, open your mouth look around you, look in your circle of friends, look in your circle of influence. And if people cannot help you, it doesn't mean they cannot help you. It doesn't mean they cannot help you. One more thing before I go. Someone was having a conversation, me and someone um, were having a conversation about finances. And she was like, ah, the, we're talking about, offering and she mentioned that oh all she had in her account was 10 pound at that time and this is someone who is way much older than me and it was just a conversation but then I went back I was thinking about this and I thought just imagine if I had gone to that person at that time and said please can you borrow me 20 pound she has 10 pound in her account and she said oh Miriam I'm sorry I can't offer you in the past, I will feel heartbroken. I'll feel shame, guilt. I'll feel uncomfortable. But I didn't know what she has. I don't know what she's going through. much as we wake up, we slay and kill the day, there is so much going on in the world. So if someone says no to you right now, it doesn't mean no tomorrow. It doesn't mean that relationship has to end. You know, depending on how they say the no as well, you know, you should be able to take a um, a clue sometimes, but that does not mean they don't want to help you. They might not be in the position to help you. Another thing I've also learned is that everyone is predestined or destined to help you in certain way. So if that is not the way that person is meant to help you, they will never help you. And that's the truth. So please, do not let that stop you from asking for help. Ask for help. As much as God is sending helpers into your life, be open to receive help. Be open to receive help. If you've enjoyed this episode, do not forget to leave me a comment, leave me a feedback, and let me ask you one question. When it comes to help, what is your biggest challenge in taking help or asking? I'd like to know, leave me a comment. And yes, do not forget to share, click on the follow button and stay blessed to you all. Bye for now.